If you are a veteran and have filed a VA disability claim, have been denied, have received a low rating, or you're unsure of how to get started, reach out to us. Go to DocOnTheRoad.com, linked in our show notes, and take advantage of a free VA claims discovery call. Learn what you've been missing so you can finally get the disability rating and compensation you deserve. Hello, my brothers and sisters of the uniform. It's time again for Doc on the Road. Now, this is real interesting today. So to celebrate March as Women's Month, I decided to bring in a coach slash VCM that is actually way ahead of the curve on a lot of issues. She's really the expert in a number of these areas, and I thought it would be great if we could bring her in. So this is a special issue here. I'm bringing in BCM Elizabeth Hash. Now, most of you have seen her in classes and seen her talk, and she's really good on a number of situations and actually really knows her stuff. She was in the Army. She was Sergeant First Class. So not only does she know BACI type stuff, she also knows a lot of Army stuff. She's got a great background and really comes from a military family and it's really awesome that she has all of this and that we can actually address some of these issues that we know that are unique for our sisters in the uniform. There's a lot of stuff that's out there and I don't think it gets covered enough. So I was talking to Elizabeth and we decided that we're going to go ahead and do a podcast on that. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring in VCM Elizabeth Ash. Hey Doc, how are you? I am hanging in there, and I'm excited about today because I know that there's a lot of things that can be hurdles for women, where there are unique situations and there are unique issues, and I'm excited to get this out because I think that that is something that's underserved. We really don't really talk about it a whole lot, or there's not a whole lot of stuff out there to help our sisters in in the uniform. Great point, and thanks for bringing that up. I'll give you a little bit of background on my story. I joined the military in 2000. I wanted to be a tanker, but at the time, women couldn't join combat roles. And my dad has always been a huge influence and role model for me. And he asked me if I could pull his big rear end out of a tank if I had to. And I said, no. He said, well, then you have no business being a tanker anyway. So that kind of eased my mind on not getting to be a tanker when I joined And truthfully, it set the stage for my career, but it also was frustrating going into that because I'm like, man, I want to drive tanks. I think that'd be amazing. So that was one of the hurdles that I faced even before I joined the military, that I couldn't do something because I was a woman. And that ceiling has been busted. We do have women in combat roles now, which is awesome. One of our other coaches was the first woman in Missouri to be an infantry woman and to make it through the training. And she's amazing. It's an honor and a privilege to know her. We had combat engineers, women that went through those courses. We've had women pass ranger school where they didn't change the standard. And that was a big conversation for a long time. Well, we're not changing the standard. Nobody expects you to. And I think that was really frustrating for the women leading the charge. We don't expect you to change the standard. Just give us a chance. So those were some of the hurdles early on, and that's specifically with combat and those special operations courses that some of us wanted access to early on. And another hurdle that I crossed and that I faced and a lot of other women in uniform face is that 
18 to 45 are childbearing years. I'm a mom always wanted to be a mom. And for me to have children, I had to give up opportunities, a lot of them, give up an opportunity for warrant officer school because I was pregnant with my daughter and I never got that opportunity back. So those are the kind of hurdles that we face that men don't. When your wife is pregnant, when your significant other is pregnant, you can still go to school. You can still do any of those things. Your body doesn't change. You don't have six months to lose the baby weight when it took you nine months to put it on. There are a lot of elements to this, Doc, and I could talk about this all day. So I appreciate the opportunity to bring some of these things to light. Oh, I think it's awesome. And I think it's about time that we do bring some of this to light because a lot of us, we're in our own little units and our own little paths and we don't really understand situations. But then when you do talk to a veteran, that say where I was with the spec ops groups, you can actually hear them go and cheering. Yes, we got, like you said, that young coach that we had that's an infantryman. That's awesome. Matter of fact, I think we have to change the name of that now, don't we? (laughs) Infantry person. Perfect. Or just keep it infantry and just leave it alone. But I love how the glass ceilings are being broke and things are starting to be recognized on a more wide scale because they need to be. These are issues that are not just with military, they're human issues that we need to really address and really be aware of. Now, with what you said there, that also brings up some hurdles for certain types of claims, certain things that are still unique to women that I know that there's hurdles because the VA doesn't understand some of that stuff. And I know that you've had situations to where you were able to figure out, okay, let's go ahead for this claim or let's go for this claim and get around those hurdles. What's an easy fix to actually go with that? Should we just go ahead and just treat it like it's any other claim? Or there is a little bit of a difference there that we need to really pay attention to. I don't think we need to go about it any differently than other claims, but I do think it's important to bring to light specific women issues that are claimable. And that can be fertility issues. That can be breast tissue that becomes cancer. That can be PCOS, another kind of infertility problem, but high stress and high physical activity, especially when you're entering into childbearing years, causes a lot of disruptions in your hormones. It causes disruptions in your body. I'm not a doctor. I haven't thoroughly studied this, but there are things out there that you can read that talk about that high stress and the impact that has on our reproductive systems, on our bodies overall. Now, ED, erectile dysfunction, is highly recognized in the veteran community because a lot of men deal with it. Now, female sexual arousal disorder is not highly recognized. People don't know that's claimable for an SMC, for special monthly compensation, but it is. It's the women's equivalent to that. So those things, highlighting issues like that, that they can claim if one, they started in service, two, potentially secondary, aggravated by or caused by already service-connected conditions, definitely take a look at those. Look at your symptoms. Don't write it off as it's just a woman's issue because it's not, it's your issue, it's your condition. And it's important to take a look at the whole person. And for women who served, that's part of it. Is it uncomfortable to talk about? Yeah. Do we want to talk about it with men? Not really. But we have some amazing women coaches at VA Claims Insider. It's okay to request a woman. My very first conversation as a coach with VA Claims Insider 
was asking a male client about his erectile dysfunction. That was not comfortable for either of us, but we got through it and we discussed medically what was going on. We discussed causation versus aggravation. We discussed things that made it us both more comfortable because we had a mission. And at the end of the day, when you serve, you have a mission, no matter how uncomfortable you are. And that supersedes it. So we do have some really amazing female coaches. We do have some really amazing male coaches. And even if we're like, eh, I don't really know how to talk about this. We get through it. We pony up and we put on our professional pants and handle it like professionals. So you can expect that if you're coming to one of VACI's coaches with any of these female or male specific conditions. And it, just like when you go to the doctor, I didn't talk about a lot of my issues for a very long time because I was uncomfortable because most of the doctors at Munson or the other military installations I went to for treatment were men. And I didn't want to, that happens a lot. Speaking of hurdles, you know, that's one that you come across when you're talking claims and when you're talking about filing for compensation later on, if you didn't talk to your doctor about it when you were in or within a year of getting out, then it becomes much more difficult. So don't just take that as gospel. Find a way if there is one. But for the people who are still serving, or if you know somebody who's still serving, tell them to get to the doctor. Tell them to be honest about their symptoms because it's huge. As embarrassing as it may be sometimes, it's so important. Oh, I totally agree. It, it, that is just awesome what you just said, Dara. I think that does open up a lot of eyes that not necessarily were closed, but just didn't realize. I know whenever I was coaching, if a female came to me and said, I'm a little bit uncomfortable talking to you, I had no problem making sure that she got where she wanted to go. Because bottom line, all these issues are VA issues. These are all claims issues. These are all disabilities and making sure that the veteran is taken care of. So they're veteran issues. Make sure that everybody is getting what they need and everybody is getting what they deserve. And by doing it that way, that maintains that whole level of building the community because it is going to be brothers and sisters in the uniform. So building that community really helps out. So it's a lot like a lot of other types of claims. You got to educate yourself. You got to make sure that you're talking to your doctor. You got to make sure you're being vulnerable and make sure that you're doing it in a way to where you paint that big picture so they understand what you're going through. And I love the way you put that. Now, some of these hurdles that actually pop up, are there easy ways to get around some of these hurdles? That's a good question. I think hurdles are hurdles and I'm always looking for ways through or over them. So for me to say, is there an easy way? Sometimes it's just not going to be easy, but you've got us, you've got a community, you've got a coach who can help you tackle that and find the best solution. I'm very solution driven. So for me, especially at the end of this, at the root of this, where is the solution? And where is, as you're talking about, the easiest solution, the simplest solution? We don't need to make it harder. We've got to simplify and figure out what we need to do. At the end of the day, the VA must have three things to grant service connection, an in-service event or illness, a current diagnosis, and the nexus, that link between the two. That's not male versus female or any of these conditions. That's the law. So strip everything away, strip the nuance away. That's what you get. And we're dedicated to learning about things, even if we don't understand them. I learned all about several conditions that I had no idea what they were when I first started. Some of them are specific to women, some specific to men, some can impact anyone. 
So I don't think it's always a male-female issue. I think, like you were talking about, it's a veteran issue. It's a human issue. Yeah, that's perfect. And I love when we get in conversations with each other because it, there's just a, such a connection. And because I know that we went through the same type of stuff. We went through stuff that only we can explain. But being vulnerable enough to where you can actually tell somebody and actually move on from that and actually following each other's footsteps, I think is really important because no matter what, like I always say, brothers and sisters of the uniform, but it's basically veterans of the uniform. We're all one and we do learn from each other. So I want to thank you, Elizabeth. This has been awesome. I cannot wait till we actually get together and talk again about some of this stuff because I do need to be educated on some of that. And I urge anybody that's out there, educate yourself on some of these things. If you ever run into a sister of the uniform, you're going to be able to help them or somebody else that you know that, hey, this is the way this goes. This is the way we got to get you going. Because I think bottom line with this whole community, we really need to put our arms around each other. We really need to get each other through this. So I love that you were here, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for being here. And I think everybody's going to enjoy this. All right, guys, love you. I will talk to you next time. This is Doc out. VA claims process is a pain. Many veterans struggle for years trying to increase their ratings or even getting rated at all. Most are not getting the compensation they deserve. Here at VA Claims Insider, we've supported and educated more than 25,000 veterans to win their claims and increase their rating. Now it's your turn. Schedule your free VA claim discovery call today by going to docontheroad.com, linked in our show notes. You'll learn what gaps you need to fill and how to increase your rating.